You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Indeed it is. Thank you there, Master Oliver, for that uh, stunning introduction. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI for this uh, Sunday, June 27th of 2021. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the still under construction Radio TFI Executive Tower, I think he's probably in sub-level one today from what I can see. It is uh, the one and only Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've all had a fun, fantastic and safe week and everything's been glorious and things have gone exactly the way that you would have hoped they had gone. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We are here. We're, uh, it is going to be hot and steamy, South Florida-like today, and we have... Uh, We've called an, an all-hands lockdown. AC is cranking, and we're going to stay inside today, even though the bike is fully charged. And we've been getting a lot of use out of, out of the bike this week, but not not today. Today is, uh, they're talking showers, heat, humidity, yuck. It's like being back in South Florida. Good morning, John. Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, before we continue on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We already? Went, already. We went a week early. We said uh, this was going to be Professor Medley's last week. Well, we we got to we 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 sh- we we got the new shipment of new intros early. So just to just to make sure we stick to our word one final time. So most people have a fear of acquiring. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> well, he he quit early. He quit early. <laughs> I, uh, that was, let me try that again. Oh, he's, uh, wow. This is, uh, he said, see you, bye. (laughs) We, we are literally having a technical difficulty here. Uh, anyway, (laughs) we'll get, I said, haven't had to use this hashtag for a while. (laughs) Go ahead. You, you know, the hashtag. hashtag big time professional radio but, right here on radio tfi so most people have a fear of acquiring the virus i think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus yeah and change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else 
And Professor Medley will will be around for when we need him. He will uh, raise his head uh, every now and again, and uh, he's been quite helpful. But we feel it's time to move on. So, uh, thank you. Well, I, I I think we should we should uh, find a a uh, a clip here. Find something of him telling people to get their asses to the vaccine clinics. We'll we'll look into that. This is. Uh, this is pathetic. This is, uh, by the way, this is Dr. Jill Biden in uh, in uh, Tennessee. Now, you know, this state still has mm, a little bit of way to go. <laughs> Only three in ten Tennesseans are vaccinated. And, well, you're booing yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, joining in that chorus of booze, three and ten, good, and that—that's the problem throughout the South, Arkansas, right? Uh, there is, uh, and the best—the best part about it is there's uh, getting to be concrete evidence that the deaths that are coming now uh, from the virus are those people who have not been vaccinated, right? Also, right. Uh, also, uh, ooh, a little feedback there. Um, Three out of ten is great if you're playing uh, if you're playing in the major leagues for baseball, right? For a batting average, that's fantastic. Are you kidding me? But uh, look, folks are still well, and you know who reared his orange head last night. Uh, so, I didn't hear it. Oh, that was his little rally he had right. in Ohio. We have, I, I we, didn't catch any of that. We have zero clips on that, and I didn't watch any of it except for a couple of clips. As far as I'm concerned, we're not talking about it today. There's other things to talk about. But anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Mrs. Biden, Dr. Biden, she, uh, she's right. You fools, you're booing for yourself. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Just amazing. I want to retroactively get my present. You know, give me a, a you know, a six-pack of beer or, you know, free baseball tickets. Or I went and I got the shot without having to, having to be asked twice. Well, yeah, you know what? I hey, I got the best prize of all. Do you now? I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die. Well, I didn't say it was a present to you. I said it was a present. To <laughs> I was me. gonna say others may debate that issue and just how what a gift that could be. <laughs> well, I said it's a present to me. So, all right, and, all right. Like as you know, me. That's all that matters. <laughs> now, now, now you're doing my shtick. Okay, that's <laughs> anyway. All right. Why don't, why don't we jump into the uh, the while I got my earplugs in? Why don't we? Uh, <laughs> you love the stock. Uh, <laughs> Excuse well, me. Come on, come on. All come right, on. I'm I'm waiting on you. I thought you were still still babbling. I'm just here. waiting for you to. I'm just waiting for you to start it up here. This is the Radio TFI Market Watch, sponsored by Please We Need a Sponsor. Uber closed the week at $51.73, up $2.03 from last week, while Lyft closed the week at $61.50, up $3.02. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Please, please, please sponsor this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of patterns and in and, and numbers and all that, and it's just very interesting. Uber was up 203 and Lyft was up 302. Oh, just okay. it's just one of those little it means nothing. 
It well, means, it means nothing. It's just a pattern that caught my eye. And of course, uh, we're uh, talking about yet another uh, Uber driver who's gone, uh, who went uh, bat crap crazy here. Yeah, how about that? Uh, shooting. Uh, this was in Atlanta, of all places, but apparently. Uh, uh, they he was standing outside, uh, or excuse me, the, the the victims were standing outside of the vehicle, even uh, when the uh, when the Uber driver uh, went crazy and started uh, started shooting. I, Is that, I I have to be quite honest. I I saw that you tweeted that. I did not read the story. Was it a shoot? It was a shooting. It was. Uh, police arrested an Uber driver accused of fatally shooting one passenger and wounding a second uh, early Wednesday in Atlanta. Nigel Imbhard, 36, was in custody at the Fulton County Jail on charges of felony murder and aggravated assault. The Atlanta Police Department said Thursday morning in a statement. A spokesman for Uber confirmed that Nimhard was a driver for the company. Wow, I'm surprised they confirmed uh, yeah. that much. Yeah, uh, what police are reporting uh, is deeply concerning. The rideshare service said Thursday afternoon in a statement, we've banned the driver. Hey, guess what? <laughs> they wanted to make sure they wanted to make sure they that they, they told us that they banned this driver. Yeah, we'll make sure he never works for us again, unless of course he's using somebody else's name and ID. Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't know this. Uber has no firearms uh, policy. That I didn't According know. to the uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it makes sense. They, they should have a firearms policy. No. no. This means we've had this discussion before. If if you're in a taxi or even those those clowns, having a having a gun does you no good. Cuz you're in the back. You're already in a there's no way you get the drop on anybody. By the time, oh. by the time you're in the in a position to do anything, they are out of the car, which means you're no longer in danger. Well, I think you I think you misunderstand my misunderstood the point here. They have no firearms policy, so in other words, what they're saying is it's perfectly okay. Oh no no driver. no! They do have a firearm. Well, I thought they did. Well, that's what the story says. According to the uh, according to the company, they have. Uh, uh, if that's uh, what and, and you're and you're absolutely right. Well, you know, and if Uber's uh, saying it, it, must be true. Well, this is uh, this is very very true. I totally forgot that silly me. Yeah, well. uh, and and you're right. You and I have discussed this before. Yes. When somebody already has the drop on you, or the point where you feel. A gun is going to help you. It's too late. You're already screwed. Yeah, and you're not in a position. You're physically not in a position to do anything about it. Okay, I misunderstood what you said, but it doesn't change where I stand on that. Moving on. No, no, and you're absolutely right. So, one dead, another one wounded. Hope that person. Uh, uh, hope that person uh, pulls out okay. Right. I, I get. I get this feeling. That whatever was going on that that uh, possessed this uh, this Uber driver to start uh, coming out guns a blazing, uh, 
I, I, I'm sure that it, there probably is a situation that could have been resolved another way. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a question. Not unlike, not unlike another uh, situation here in the uh, city of uh, Minneapolis, which uh, looks like it may have had its final resolution uh, uh, yesterday, as uh, as Derek Chauvin receives a 22-and-a-half-year sentence. I was wondering when we were going to get to that. Well, you know, we have to do things all in order there. You yeah. know? No, that was Thursday. How wasn't we roll it? Here. it was Thursday. Excuse me, you're absolutely because, right. Because I watched it, and boy, oh boy, do I want to talk about that. Well, we and we will. I plan on setting, setting aside quite a bit of time uh, uh, for this. 22 and a half years, of course, here's the, uh, here's the question. Was it enough? I don't think it's ever enough. I don't think it's going to change anything. Well, I think what's going to change his attitude is if he gets into the general population. And this is his worst nightmare come true. Being surrounded 24 hours a day by a bunch of big, sweaty, dangerous black men. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just have to say before we go any further, every mother loves their kid and sees, sees nothing but an angel for the most part. I watched his mother speak during the sentencing. Okay. Had, had she not been reading from a prepared statement, I would forgive everything she said. If she was speaking extemporaneously I would have just that's just a mom being a mom she read a prepared statement so uh, this wasn't exactly your leave it to beaver household that he grew up in uh, she by the way that 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 line you're my favorite son which sent me right to the internet to find out okay he only has a sister so, uh, you know, so that doesn't mean it, it's, it, she wasn't singling him out. It's her only boy. It's her only son. So yes, he's her favorite. He's her least favorite. He's, you know, he's her everything. Look, I pull out stuff with, with, uh, people all the time. Oh, you're my, you're my favorite redhead standing next to me right now. You know, but the way she said it and when she said it, and you couple that with the special hug. <laughs> that's just inappropriate and of course as others have pointed out she showed absolutely couldn't even turn to the Floyd family and say I, I'm sorry for your loss that admits no guilt no nothing like that and again I, I, I fully get that she's gonna see her son is although I kept screaming at the TV screen have you seen the video mom my boy's innocent. Have you seen the video? That's all. Now, 22 and a half years, is it enough? Who knows? What's it, what's it matter at this point? Because George Floyd is dead. He's not coming back. Uh, by the way, I thought it was uh, having a little girl, even his daughter, even, even via a phone. I thought that was inappropriate. I just found that inappropriate. Uh, 
uh, I don't I, think it was necessary at this point in time. I don't think no. I don't think that did anything to sway the judge's decision one way or another. I think, quite, quite frankly, the decision had been made long before anybody said anything. Well, this is just a way for the uh, victim's family to vent and grieve and, and have an opportunity to speak to uh, directly. To uh, now, now the who knows. Who knows, Chauvin may, may spend 22 years thinking about having this little girl's voice bouncing around in his head. And that, you know, maybe it works on, on that level. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, again, is it enough? Probably not, because when you look at what he said at the end, uh, well, there's there's more. I, I, I don't have the exact phrase in front of me. There's more... Um, something coming yeah I, I know what you i know what you're talking about there's more, more oh my god i've now i it's, it's on the tip of my tongue but basically but i don't yeah, get I it what, what, what more information is coming that's going to yeah. change what's going to change the video clearly shows and by the way people forget and i forgot this was all done in front of other people teenage girls and little oh, kids yeah. and you know with, with the i'm and i'm glad the judge mentioned that you know just the 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 whole i don't care what i'm doing you know his whole demeanor during the whole thing you know which was you know at any point he could have just eased off you had other officers holding him down there was no threat no danger nothing again i am not i don't know george floyd he seemed to me like eh, he had his own issues i'm not claiming he's an angel i i don't i didn't know the man I, 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 and I don't, none of it is relevant to me at this point. Just, but you, look. Well, well, you and I both know how we, uh, how we'd have handled it had one of us been presented with a, with a fake $20 bill. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you. Sure, sure, sure. I, I, mean, I, I well, the fact that the store clerk, Okay, I've talked about this before. When I was running my fleet, and I would get, you know, the guys would come in every Monday and pay for their rental on the cabs. Oh, probably about once a year or so, a, fo a fake 20 would, would make its way into the, the stack. And I usually wouldn't know who it was. And But my thing always was, I called the sheriff's department, who was the jurisdiction where I was. Have them come over. I do a report. I hand them the bill. See you bye. This way, they can forward it off to the Secret Service. By the way, it's the Secret Service part of the Treasury Department that handles that, and then they catalog it, and they get whatever information they get out of it. <clears throat> That's how I always handled it. Uh, the the store could have done the same thing. I don't know how they normally handled it. Uh. Again, we don't know that Floyd even knew he had a phony twenty. Well, that's 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 just it, and and the one thing that you that we have to remember in that as well is is the store now. According to the clerk, he said that if there was a twenty, a fake twenty passed on his watch, basically while he was working, it would come out of his check. So, you know, and I, I guess that's that's a big deal if you're only making nine dollars right. an hour. To, 
And that's fine. Call the police. Here's the guy. He went outside. He's still in his car. Okay. And, and there's not a problem with that. That's yeah. how that's how he chose to handle it. But again, as everybody has said, it's not a death sentence. No. No, oh, absolutely. Clearly, not. clearly Chauvin handled it poorly. But he had multiple, multiple, multiple opportunities to change the outcome. He had nine minutes and some odd seconds to just release the pressure on Floyd's neck. That's all he had to do. And then he'd just be facing a, uh, a civil lawsuit. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's it's like, I, like I've told a few of my passengers, my, the worst I'd ever do is somebody, if I knew somebody pulled a, a fake 20 on me, uh, and I didn't catch it until any fake. Well, it, it would only been a fake twenty because I never, I never make change for a fifty or hundred dollar bill. I don't care if I, if I have a couple hundred dollars in my pocket, which mm-hmm. I rarely ever do. But mm-hmm. I, I, I don't change fifties or hundred dollar bills. Um, so okay, somebody gets a, gets a, well, a fake twenty by me. Well, hold on. Suppose the ride was forty five dollars. When I handed you a fifty, I, well, I don't. I don't make that type of change. I guess oh, I should say. Okay. In other words, you wouldn't you know. bust it for a small ride. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. And and all I'm going to do at that point in time is is I'll, I'll turn it into the cab company. Cab. I mean, I'll turn. I'll tell the cab company, and and basically treat it like it was a run out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't ride again. You don't ride with us again until you get uh, right. Uh, until you make this right. Look, I mean, it, it is not a. Again, I don't see this as falling on the store clerk in any way, shape, or form, because they reported it's a crime to pass a counterfeit piece of currency. It is a crime. It's a federal crime, and of course, the store clerk has no clue how how Chauvin. And the and the Nitwick gang are going to react to this. You've got you think uh, first off, I'm sure they were surprised that Floyd was still there, which makes me think if he did this intentionally, he'd have been long gone. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because I would be. I'm not going to stick around to to see if they figured it out or not. Right. So you know, and, and honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what got Chauvin. And his and his gang of th- misfits on the scene. Right. It was handled poorly. Poorly is, and I'm not trying to be funny there. That 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 is such an understated statement word. And again, I don't know George Floyd from a hole in the wall. I don't know what kind of what kind of street nitwit he was. Okay. Uh, but again, he he, he didn't deserve Just, that. Yeah, he didn't deserve that. Exactly. So seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. We take a few more minutes talking about the uh, George Floyd uh, situation with Derek Chauvin being uh, put behind bars twenty two and a half years. Uh, personally, I predicted. I I went out. I tweeted that I figured he'd get twenty and he'd be eligible for parole. In 12, uh, what they are saying, 22 years, 
22 and a half years, and they're saying he'll be eligible for parole in 15 hmm. years, the way it looks like. Uh, and th- there are those who suspect he'll be a model, uh, he'll be a model prisoner. Um, there's other people that are speculating that if, if he does indeed get out in general, uh, general population, he, he won't, won't survive. survive. Nope. This is, this is not, this goes above and beyond your typical cop going to jail kind of thing. This became George Floyd. This case gained global attention. You look at uh-huh. everything, the offshoot of this case. I promise you, there are uh, people in prison that have been there for a long, long time that are fully aware of who Derek Chauvin is. Oh, absolutely. And you've got people in there who are there for five life sentences. And there's no chance of them ever getting out. I don't, the more I think about it, I don't know that Chauvin will get killed so much as beat to a pulp on a regular basis just to make him suffer. Well, that, I, I still think he, I still think it's a very distinct possibility he'll get the Jeffrey Dahmer treatment. Oh, it could be. could be. You know, uh, unless they manage, uh, which I don't know if I'd want what I'd, uh, I, I don't know which would be worse to tell you the truth. If I was Chauvin, yeah, for his own protection, they're probably going to have to keep him in solitary confinement for as long as possible. Protective custody. Uh, now they might put protective. him in it, they, depending on where he goes. They may have a wing with other high profile prisoners. In other words, if he was in the same place, he'd be in the same wing as like a Bill Cosby or, you know, where the threat is low. And, uh, Etc. So, by the way, uh, you're there. Uh, tell me how how things were in Minneapolis for the past day or two. Well, I uh, about a half an hour after the verdict, I decided to uh, I had a, a little bit of time to kill, so I went down to uh, George Floyd Square. Yes, I saw the video. Yeah, I, I well, that was a I, that was a different video. That was oh. a different time. I was there. Uh, but no, I went there and I spoke. I did. I was going to put some of it on camera, but I got the, the the sense that people there did not want to be recorded in any any way, shape, or form. That was just kind of a mm-hmm. gut feeling I had. You know, it's one thing for you to go there with your phone camera and take pictures and take video of the different things, the monuments and all the flowers that have been laid and what have you. But it's another thing to start taking. Uh, pictures or video of people and I, I just got that feeling that that uh, they did they wanted uh, no part of that well that, so i mean we could get into the legalities of that but that's that wasn't the point of it well th- yeah I, yeah i didn't give a damn about legalities <laughs> I just excuse me uh, i wanted to get honest opinions from people oh i see so i i asked um uh, I think I, I spoke to eight different people who were there. There wasn't a huge crowd there for one thing, mm. which kind of surprised me. There was, I could probably have counted maybe a hundred people there. And uh, if that, and I spoke to them, I spoke to black folks and white folks alike. And I asked, you know, what do you think? And, and to, to a person, 
it, it wasn't long enough. The sentence was not long enough. Um, the the state, by the way, the state had asked for 30 years. Uh, the maximum sentence he could have got was 40. Uh, state asked for 30. Uh, Chauvin and his attorney were looking for time served. Yeah, that's that, like Which I, I about fell out of the cab when I heard that. Man, I heard that. I was like, oh, man, that's... Well, look, if you're going to go for it, go for it. You know, look, oh, yeah. what, what, do you, what do you got to lose at that point? There, and, and to tell you the truth, you almost, there's a part of me, there's a sick part of me that almost would have wished that he would have been turned back out on the streets. Mm, there yes. would not have been, he'd have had to find himself a, a neat little island there. Maybe uh, maybe Pillow Guy would have bought him an <laughs> island or something, but uh, he could have... Uh, uh, spent the rest of his life on because there is no place in America where I think he would have been uh, safe. No. Uh, and I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of vigilante justice. I, I'm not a uh, not a big fan of uh, what the you know prison you know prison justice. But I just, I have no, I have the same amount of sympathy for Derek Chauvin that he had for George Floyd. Well, there you go. That, uh, I guess that about wraps that up. That's, uh, yeah. I, I, I can't, uh, I can't disagree with you. Uh, again, I watched, I watched the sentencing. Difficult to watch the family members. Uh, I'm very disappointed, very disappointed in Chauvin's mom, uh, Again, only because she was reading from a prepared statement. Uh, whoever wrote that for her or helped her, assisted her in writing it, could have done a lot better. A little bit of editing here and there. Look, it wasn't going to change the sentence at all. Not, 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 not no. by, it wouldn't have shaved one minute off the sentence. But at the very least, we're not talking about you, Mom. Which is a shame that we're talking about Mom. And uh, your special hugs. I I literally cringed when she said our special hugs. I I, I just I I just, oh oh jeez, PDS Rex. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! It's uh. <sighs> What's the matter? No, I just it just gives me the willies. You know, my I, <laughs> now you got to wonder what was Mother's Mother's Day like in the Chauvin house. Ew. Well, I just, yeah, you're, you're, I, I, I don't, I'm, my, my sick mind isn't going there, but. Um, well, I'm, my, my sick mind isn't going there. My, my, they laid it out on the table mind is going there. So I, I don't. It obviously didn't do any good, and it, I don't no. think that. Uh, I really hope that this that was the first and the last time we'll we'll hear from mommy on this uh, particular topic. I believe so. Uh, what what is it? The old saying that we have around here: "Moving on." Yeah, there you go. And, <clears throat> and I think we I think we covered that uh, that uh, well enough. The question is now. Where do we go now? We don't have any Wait. Chip Franklin this week. I no, noticed. no, no, there was no. Well, let me let me interject three words here, okay? Okay. Which, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. 
Oh, good old Rudy, and I don't even have any video of Rudy. That's oh a, my, that's okay. Let let's, as you're well aware, Rudy Giuliani's law license was suspended here in the state of New York. It has not been he has not been disbarred yet. Give it time; they'll get to it. They have a very busy schedule. Uh, I, I I got a couple of things here on the old script. Uh, this has been my favorite thing that I read all week. And this is from the Twitter. This is from Charlotte Clymer at CM Clymer, C-L-Y-M-E-R. And she said this, listen, say what you will about Rudy Giuliani, but please be considerate and say it loud enough for the rest of us to hear. <laughs> I thought that. I like that. So now, here's... Here's something uh, from the five panel judges, the unanimous five panels in the New York New York State Appellate Division. Uh, here are some of Rudy's false claims. Uh, number one, more absentee ballots cast in Pennsylvania than were sent out. The specific false claim was that uh, 1.8 million were sent out and 2.6 million were tallied. The actual fact, 3 million were sent out Two and a half million were counted. Uh, dead people voted in Philadelphia. Rudy uh, Rudy claimed eight eight thousand or thirty thousand dead people voted. The actual fact: two. Uh, underage voters voted in Georgia. Rudy has said sixty five thousand, sixty six thousand, or one hundred sixty thousand underage voters in Georgia. The actual fact: zero. Uh, felons voted illegally in Georgia. More than 2,500 felons voted, according to Mr. Giuliani. In actual fact, it was maybe 74. It actually says possibly 74. Uh, dead people voting in Georgia. According to Rudy, 800 or 6,000 or 10,515 dead people voted in Georgia. Uh, the actual fact, potentially two. And uh, illegal aliens voted in Arizona. According to Rudy, a few hundred thousand, or way more than 10,000, or bare minimum of forty to 50,000, or probably about 250,000, or 32,000. What do you think the true number was, John, of uh, illegal aliens voting in Arizona? Well... First off, I'm listening to you tell me these different numbers that he's throwing out here. Yeah. What is it? What 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 is it? You should if you know if you know yeah. your stuff here. Yeah. We'll get you to that. Be able we'll, we'll to get, tell me. We'll get to that. Uh, illegal aliens voting in Arizona. Rudy has numbers all over the place. And uh, what do you think the actual number was? Uh, I'm gonna say 245. No evidence of any. Really? <laughs> Rudy was just making numbers up. And yeah, I'll say. And this is what got his law license. In the wheel. Here's where it lands. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you get to that last, uh, the dead people voting in Georgia. 800 or 6,000 or 10,515. I, I mean, pick a number, Rudy. And by the way, remember, he went into one of those, uh, uh, more than one of those 60 courtrooms that they got their butts handed to them in and flat out said, we don't really have anything. 
Because you can lie to the press, but you can't lie in court. But apparently he did lie in court on more than one occasion, and this is what got his law license suspended. So uh, so, so there's a lesson for all you up-and-coming lawyers. Uh, if, if you're going to get caught, if you're going to lie, make sure you stick to your numbers. This is why telling the truth is so much easier. You don't have to remember what you said. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and when I saw this, I, my first, uh, my first reaction was that heads are, heads are really going to start to roll here. I mean, now we're talking about the, uh, uh, about a possible indictment with the Trump organization. Right, right. Which remember, remember when, when it comes to the Trump organization, people have it in their head that this is some huge worldwide conglomerate with offices all over the place it's not it's okay. it's 20 30 people and all the executives it, it it actually is better that they go after the trump organization because now you get them all in the same net it's mainly the family oh, yes including our favorite mobster name uh, uh matthew calamari yeah no that's kidding. A, that's his name hey you, you know you can't uh <laughs> you can't fault the guy for his name and Andrew, uh, what's his name? Alan Weisselberg or Weissman or whatever his name is, the accountant who's been with Trump for 40 some odd years now. He's uh, he's going to get his. They're all going to get theirs. And this is just. There's no. Go ahead. No, no. And then meanwhile, Trump's out there doing the rally thing. And by the way, all all of his people. Uh, oh, let's let's before we get too deeply involved. Uh, let me see. Oh, I didn't put it up there. Oh, I'll be a... I thought I had it. Anyway. I bet you will be. Whatever it was, I bet you will be. I will be. Uh, oh, here it is. Here here it is. Uh, Mike Lindell, you know, he's uh, he's all of the, uh, the plants. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Trump is going to be reinstated in August, right? And, and this is... They've been running with this for a couple of months now. Here's Mike Lindell. They pull this election down and it's over. You put our real president back in by the, I think I think the mainstream you go, Mike, you said August. Oh, excuse me, I might be off by a month. You're off by, by more than just more, a month. Yeah, there. more than a month there, Pally Boy. And uh what does Trump have on this guy? That well, he that he and, and here's one and forgive me, it isn't framed it isn't framed neatly, but here's uh here's more of the pillow guy. Talking to you guys oh, stop that. Stop months. it. Stop we're it. We're going to put it out and you're going to once and for all. Oh, yeah. Gonna go, wow, here it is. Then we're going to bring it as a quo warrant to the Supreme Court. It's going to be 9 0. They're going to take this election down. And yes, Donald Trump will be your president. He is your president now. Yeah, I, I, I meant to put that up there. Uh, first off, that's not how it works. Okay. Let's be clear right now. You, know, you don't just march into the Supreme Court and say, here, make a decision on this. This is a years-long process that this has nothing to do with the Supreme Court. Okay? You know, well, you know what bugs me the most about this? What's that, John? Let, let's, let's, let's just pretend for just, just, a, just a wee bit of time. Let's Alrighty. just pretend Alrighty. that everything Lindell, uh, Sidney Powell, uh-huh. uh, all the rest of the goofballs. Let's just pretend for just a minute that what they're saying is true, and there's some validity to what they're saying. Okay. 
I would consider this a national emergency. I would consider this a, what are you waiting for? Where Where's all this overwhelming right. evidence? Right. Let's see it. We keep hearing Let's about it. it. We keep, yeah. And by the way, oh, it's going to be, you're going to go to the Supreme Court. It's going to be nine to zero. I don't care how accurate it is. You're not going to score nine to zero in the Supreme Court. You're not going to the Supreme Court. I mean, let's. Well, there you go. I mean, that that's that's just it. But but there are people. What bothers me is there are people who are listening to this goofball. He has money. He has money to three. More money than brains, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he is out there throwing all this money out, trying to get, trying to spread this word. Uh, I. It just goes to show you, folks. Whatever you do, stay off a of crack because no matter how long you've been clean, you still have enough of that resin in your brain to affect your decision making process. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, do you, what do you say we take a look at this week in the in the GOP? Oh, let's. FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents. Huh? Why hasn't that officer that executed Ashley Babbitt been named? Republican Anna Paulina Luna says a Republican opponent, William Braddock, planned to have her killed. I'll tell you this, you would have another 1917. It doesn't look like an armed insurrection when you have people that breach the Capitol, and I don't condone it, but they're staying within the rope lines in the rotunda. Huh? This is not how you heal this nation. You come down here and you try to interact with people, you you be nice to people. It's long past time that Mr. Biden fired Fauci, and that's why I'm proud to co-sponsor Fire Fauci. Almost six months since the insurrection at the Capitol, the House and Senate coming to an agreement that will award the Congressional Gold Medal to the officers who defended the building. Seems like a layup, but not for 21 House Republicans. They just voted against it. Huh? I... You know, greeted Congressman Clyde. I was very cordial. I extended my hand to shake his hand. He just stared at me. Actually, Donald Trump did win California. Windmills all over the place to ruin our land and kill our birds, to kill everything. Huh? Are you shocked? We're shocked. We shouldn't be shocked. And and for the for those for those of you on the radio, that was thanks to uh, our, the Lincoln Project. We we love those guys over there. Absolutely. A little bit later on, they actually have uh, aired a uh, public service announcement here that I'm gonna we want to air a little bit later on in the show for you. Okay. That uh, ought to get your get, ought to get your attention. So now the question is, where do we go from here? Well, 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 well. Now we're, that all the children have grown up, all the children have grown up, and there's. My goodness, if we're stumbling here at three quarters into the first hour, what the hell is the second hour going to look like? Yeah, this is this is very true. Let's have a debate. So, Here's the debate. There, there are plenty of things to talk about, but but I just want to throw this out there. Uh, and we can argue about this for the next hour and 18 minutes, 17 minutes, give or take. Do we do a, a 4th of July show? Next Sunday is Independence Day. Yeah. And and the question uh, rummaging around this here studio is, do we do, do we do, 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 sounds like the beginning of a bad song. 
should we put on a Both show? Beginning, middle, and end of a bad song. <laughs> that being said, I I am of the opinion of I think we should. Take oh, a week I off. was thinking you were. I I was thinking you were going to go the other way. To tell you the truth, what to do a show? Oh, did I cut you out? Did I interrupt you? Yes, you did. Because I, I, I'm all oh, for I, not. I'm all for not doing a show. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> look, look, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. It, 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 now, if we had, if we were doing our show at night, yeah, where we could be watching the skies light up with fireworks, uh-huh. And 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 out there having a good time getting eaten up by mosquitoes. Yes. While we're watching people uh, blow off fireworks, maybe a couple people blowing off their fingers with mm-hmm. illegal fireworks. I, I can't disagree. Uh, if we were doing a nighttime show, I'd probably say, "Eh, you got a point." Okay. It's sun. It's Sunday morning for Christ's sake. Yes, it is. So yeah, I am all for hmm. doing. A show. Well, you know who's the yeah. deciding vote here? Who do you think? Gilchrist. God, put him in the... <laughs> You're giving him responsibility after all this time? I'm desperate. I'm desperate. Yeah, well... He's asleep right now, so I can't wake him. <laughs> Last time I did that, I lost the tip of my finger, so... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chew that son of a bitch right off. <laughs> So we, uh, let, oh, I was just going to say something and, and, and it just escaped me. Uh, I, I mean, when you get old, oh, you're telling me, pal. So I, I, I mean, looking at all the stuff that's going on in politics these days, I mean, let's face it. The, uh, the, the GOP is, they, they, they have no standards anymore. It's just all about a grab for power. It's a power grab. Uh, and at all costs. At any and all costs. At any and all costs. The here in New York City, now this past Tuesday we had our our primaries, our mayoral primaries. There are other people running too, but uh, nobody's interested in that. I wasn't interested in it, but so uh, on the Republican side you only had uh, for the primary there were only two people running a fellow by the name of Mateo i i can't i can't remember his first name guy owns a bunch of taxi permits big 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 animated kind of guy very uh but i got to say the one thing i liked about him was and his ads didn't start showing up until just a couple of days before election day but at the end of his spots, you know, normally it's John Smith for mayor. You know, it's X4 and then whatever the office is. No, in Mateo's spots, his tagline was Mateo the mayor. He had already announced himself mayor, <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. By the way, he was up against a gentleman by the name of Curtis Sliwa. Now, you may not know. You probably don't know the name, but you've heard of the. Have you heard don't of? Tell me. Let me guess. Go ahead. Uh, he was the one. Uh, what the hell was the name of that uh, vigilante group in New York? Go uh, ahead. You're you're on the right track. 
Oh, what the heck? I, I, they used to, they were walking around in red berets. That's, and, uh, yep, yep, yep. Go on. I can't, but I can't think of the, I can't think of the name of the group. You want me to tell you? Please. The Guardian Angels. That's it. By the way, he still wears the red beret. By the way, that started before I left New York. And he he has a radio show here on WABC, um, and he he won the Republican primary uh, by like seventy something seventy something. He got seventy one percent of the the vote. They don't read anything into that. That's just Republican voters that came out to vote in a primary. It's it's not that many. I don't see him winning. But there's a guy that that's uh, capitalizing on local celebrity. Everybody mm-hmm. in the city knows who he is. And, you know, everybody has seen the uh, Guardian Angels around. Of course, I remember when they first started. Uh, you know, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, there's... Uh, oh, but <laughs> who did he have standing next to him uh, on election night? Who do you think Curtis Lee were running as a Republican had standing next to him during his acceptance I speech. Have no idea. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. No way. No way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, his, his candidacy is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, okay. Cause, oh, by the way, we don't, we don't have it. Did you see the Andrew Giuliani video? Rudy's no. son. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you have to see this. The day after... The, de- the day after dear old dad, his law license was uh, suspended. There, there's, there's Andrew out there in a parking lot somewhere. Somebody said it looks like he's in his, in Rockland County in his dentist parking lot. Uh, he's the camera. It looked like if you're watching us, you can see me now. This is how he had the camera set up outside. You can only see like his head, and there was about three feet of air above him. Didn't they have any phone books he could stand on, for Christ's sake? Apparently, he couldn't find a smaller tripod. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord. But he went on and on and on about, oh, it's all five Democratic judges, and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Hey, I forget the fact that your old man was lying through what's left of his teeth. You know, yeah, let, exactly. Let, once again, let's not confuse the issue with facts, okay? Let's not... Uh, but I, I, I am... As each passing day goes on, I am more and more convinced that uh, my decision to never vote Republican again is is the right one. Well, here's one that really surprised me. Yes. Who didn't get a whole lot of... Uh, now, they went ranked choice, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, who didn't even get a mention, it seemed like, was uh, our, our friend... Uh, uh, Mr. Yang. Mr. Yang came in, uh, only only managed to gather about 10%. Now, the numbers we saw were only the first place votes. We didn't see all the votes. We haven't seen them yet. We won't see them for weeks to come. Because there's still absentee ballots going up. But he already conceded. He already dropped out. So, uh... And, and oh, I'm, there you go. He can't, he can't even win a damn primary for mayor of New York. I bet he doesn't make another run for president. Mm, probably not. Uh, I will say this: I ranked him number one. I, I, if I'd have been there, I probably would have I, as well. I ranked him number one. Uh, 
unfortunately, it appears we may wind up with this creep Eric Adams, who is uh, who is as dirty as they come, ex-cop, uh, borough president of Brooklyn. All the boroughs here in in New York have have their own borough presidents, right. uh, and this this guy is just just. Uh, it it'll be a, a horrendous four years if he gets in office if he is able to uh he already trots around like he's king of brooklyn and the fact that he doesn't even live here in new york he lives in new jersey don't you hate that well he keeps claiming he he lives here but uh there there's an apartment in brooklyn that his son where his son lives he claims he lives there too but it's been documented over and over and over again that he doesn't. No, he owns. He owns the property. That's as far as he goes. He owns the property in New York, but well, he doesn't live there. Well, this is the kind of thing that just drives you batty. You know, just just be flat out, be, be straight and honest, and uh, and he did not make my five. So, uh, by the way, there's a po- there's a public school right across the street from where I live. So on Tuesday, you know, we had all the people out handing out flyers and you know for the various candidates for city council and all that and i was out out back a few times but i i found the perfect answer for everybody oh vote for this one hey i already i voted on saturday but sh- she made my top five and that seemed to mollify everybody <laughs> they got out of your face at that point <laughs> well they, they they wouldn't be in your face but you know they're look they're doing the thing for their candidate and in some cases it's 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 a it's a relative a family member that kind of thing so you know i don't want to that kind of stuff is illegal no, you have to be X, X amount of way f- uh, from the actual polling place. And even though the school itself is on the, the playground is on the corner, but the actual polling place, where they're standing, meets the, uh, the distance requirements. Okay. Yeah, I suppose they know. I mean, it's, I did it's, a- it's always thought that you had to be further away from that, like as in not in sight. Oh no 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 no! You have to be. I, I forget. I hundred feet. Hundred. It's got to be a hundred feet because uh, there was one person I spoke to for a little while who was literally across the street from the school entrance, about a hundred feet from the entrance to my 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 building. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she was quite cute too. But anyway, oh, she was. <laughs> she was. Uh. Well, may the best man win there, and I'm I'm hoping you're right as far as uh, as far as this ex cop is he still on the force no. at some point in time? Or is he retired? No, he's retired, but he's he's Brooklyn Borough retired. President now, and he's very much. I, I'm not going to go into it here because it's a very local thing, and uh, yeah, we don't do well, local God, things. <laughs> yeah, we never do local things here on this show. Huh? No, never. Never you probably speak. know more about Minnesota over the last uh, year than you probably ever hoped to know. And by the way, uh, my my deepest condolences going out to all the fine folks there in Surfside, uh, oh my. Florida, which is for those of you geographically speaking, it's it's along the Atlantic Ocean, and it is literally where Broward County meets Miami Dade County. Uh, it borders it borders with Hollandale, which is Broward County, and. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm like, there's a million of those condos, 40, 40, 50 year old condos, all up and down the East Coast of Florida. And I, I just hope, you know, 
everybody stops turning a blind eye to uh you know little things like maintenance it's yeah it's it can be a pain but this is a big i mean buildings just don't do this they just don't pancake like this well and and here's the thing how old was that building Did we say that was about 50 years old uh 40 50 years old yeah you know, and then like you said, they, they, they were putting them up like Lego, like Lego buildings up along, up and down the coast there. And what happens to one, God knows, uh, could happen to several more. Well, again, it's, it's a very rare occurrence. <clears throat> There's a lot of factors that could be at play here. Uh, the geography for one, I mean, that sits basically, all that is a barrier island. Uh, that that runs up up the coast. Uh, it it runs from uh, downtown Miami, the island, up to Port Everglades, right about the middle. In in downtown Fort Lauderdale, there's a break. I'm sorry, Dania. There's a break till Fort Lauderdale, and then the island starts again. Runs up past Palm Beach, uh, uh-huh. and sometimes they build very close to the intercoastal waterway. It's bounded by the ocean on one side and the intercoastal waterway on the other, and they'll build. Like I'm no expert on building techniques, but you know you're building next to the water, in a place with, uh, you know, we don't have the most. Uh, South Florida does not have the most uh, secure ground. Granted, we've put up thousands of buildings that have not fallen down. I I, I don't believe it was the ground, at least. But something caused this building to just drop out. They'll figure it out eventually. And, uh, well, the other thing for my, you know, having only lived in Florida for less to, less than a year, the other thing that I know that Florida doesn't have, and that's uh, strict building codes as far as wrong. I can tell. Wrong. Really? Now, I will say this. Maybe back in the day, the building codes weren't what they could be. But I can promise you, since Hurricane Andrew, there are no stricter no stricter building codes than Miami-Dade County. You speak to a contractor and tell them you want your, your structure anywhere in the country built to, uh, to, to Miami-Dade County code. They're going to tell you that's a lot of work and B, it's, uh, it's going to be expensive. Because after Hurricane Han- Andrew and the devastation and we found out what shoddy work some developers had done, uh-huh. They they passed, and a lot a lot of counties in Florida have followed suit. Uh, it is the toughest, strictest uh, building codes. Well, maybe maybe I maybe I misspoke. I necessarily don't mean building codes per se. What I mean is maintenance. Oh, Did I I, see- I don't disagree with you. I, and again, this building was built long before that, so. You know, I, I'm not saying that that there weren't. I'm sure there were steps skipped and all that. But all right, let's not get into it because we are about ten seconds out from the break. So uh, okay, and, and I got a new cue for you. You're gonna hear it in a, in a couple of seconds. Are you ready? Because because you're you're not gonna know this cue. Okay. Well, how about that? That just excites the heck out of me. We'll be back. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. 
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Do what my mom and dad and God say I should. Go to church and Bible school to live by God's rule. So whatever people tell me that the Bible tells me, I will do. Walk the halls of high school with my purity ring. Unlike those other girls, I got my morals in check. It was easy to do till I got a boyfriend and pardon my French, but he's cute as heck. But I made a pact to keep my hymen intact, and Jesus and I are tight. Never learned about the birds and bees. I was taught to keep an aspirin in between my knees. Cause the Bible says premarital sex is wrong. But Jason says that guys can't wait that long. I don't want to lose him to someone who'll do him. I need to figure something out. Well, there's a loophole in the scripture that works really well So I can get him off without going to hell It's my Hail Mary full of grace In Jesus' name we go to fifth base Oh, thank you for making me holy And thank you for giving me holes to choose from And since I'm not a godless whore He'll have to come in the back door Therefore, be in the ass cause I love Jesus Good Lord would want it that way. Give me that sweet sensation of a throbbing rationalization. It's just between you and me. Cause everyone knows it's the sex that God can't see. It's hard to be as pure as me. To resist the urge to lose my vaginal virginity. To wait until my marriage bed. To get my husband my unsullied maiden head. So take your car. Out, shove it in my ass, fuck me until you come. Oops, I mean, let's join our souls and unite our bodies and fly with the wings of God. Whatever you do, don't touch my clitoris. If you ring Satan's doorbell, God can't ignore this. And no prophylactics when you put it in. Cause birth control's for sluts and it's a sin. I've emptied my bowels and laid out the towels. I'm ready for romance. Now I'm praying to the power that's the highest But of all of my holes, this one's the driest And we can't procreate if we anally copulate And God's okay with sodomy, but only if you're straight And I'm staying pure no matter what So I'm okay with everything but Everything but Everything but Whoa, fuck me in the ass cause I love Jesus the good Lord would want it that way. Give me that 
sweet sensation of a rock-hard rationalization. It's just between you and me. Because everyone knows it's the sex that God can't see. I do whatever the Bible tells me to. Except for the parts that I choose to ignore because they're unrealistic and inconvenient. But the rest I live by for sure. So let's not talk about how the good book bans shellfish, polyester, and divorce, and how it condones slavery and killing gays, because those parts don't count, of course. Let's cherry-pick the part about losing my cherry and mine it for ambiguities and omissions to circumvent any real sacrifice, but still feel pious in my arbitrary parroted positions. And don't you dare question my convictions. And don't look closely at the contradictions. Just focus on a sacrificial crucifixion. And have faith in its complete jurisdiction. The only way to measure if you're good or not And in a debate just say to have faith Cause when up against logic it's the only card you've got So close your eyes Take a deep breath And fuck me in the ass cause I love Jesus The good lord would want it that way Give me that sweet sensation of an irrational rationalization It's just between you and me Cause everyone knows it's the sex that God can't see. Yeah, my chastity belt has locks, but sometimes you need to think outside the box. And now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what I think? I think... Ed did this week when he made this selection for our halftime music. I think he was thinking long and hard about, well, never mind. We'll just we'll... Freudian slip there, folks. I don't think, I think so. He was, I think he was looking to see if we could actually get through, uh, get one past the, uh, the censors there at uh, Facebook and YouTube. Hey, every now and again, you got to throw a high and hard one. Oh! Good. And by the way, you missed the beginning of it. Actually, to tell you the truth, I I did hear the beginning of it yesterday when I was sorting through ah. what we had in the ballot. So you'll have to watch I, the I whole knew, thing. I, I knew that uh, this was uh, that we were definitely dragging ourselves into the. And, and you know what the best part about this whole thing is this whole mentality that Ed puts out there that. This show is a a PG rated. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we cut out the bad oh, words. Well, yeah. Okay, look. Oh, yes, and then in the video, what's going on is blacked out too. Yeah, so uh, I didn't do that. That's that's the video. By the way, well, by the way, that was Garfunkel and Oates, two wildly talented young women, who. Uh, oh man, they they've got some really funny stuff. John, why don't you tell the people who we are and why we're here? Well, as soon as I figure out who we are and why, why we're here, I'll uh, I'll give it to you. All right, uh, then. Anyways, uh, welcome back. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming mm-hmm. network uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon <clears throat> from New York, clearing his throat, making sure that his his there's no. F- Cat hair, no fur balls in his throat. Mm-hmm. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower. Have we mm-hmm. figured out what floor you're on, by the way? I'm on the ground floor. This is where I'll be until the renovations are complete. 
Well, I thought you were at sub sub level one. No, myself, no, no, but... no, no, no. We're only going down there. Well, we have to pass that to get to the vault, but only on those uh, rare trips to the vault. And by the way, we'll be making a trip to the vault here this week. We have some new things that need to be stored. But anyway, go ahead. You f you finish your introduction. It is the one and only. The I ain't gonna go there. Go it's advanced. Go Once ahead, again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. And excuse me. I was working last week, and we have a snack truck, and I had for the first time in a gazillion years a frosted Pop-Tart. And now, I'm like addicted back to them again. I love Pop-Tarts. I forgot how much I loved Pop-Tarts. But anyway, good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome aboard. Me and my Pop-Tarts are here. John has uh, forced me to play just, just disgusting, disgusting music here at the break. He makes me do this stuff forced you yeah okay mm -hmm. i had a gun to his head and said you play that or your ass is history i'm a right? real that, that how that worked? i'm a real stinker ain't i yeah 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 well i haven't been that close to you to know just how bad you stink but we'll <laughs> goes right in line with that video exactly. no getting no getting around it Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number. If you would like to join in on our conversation here, we were talking in the first uh, in the first hour about uh, the Derek Chauvin sentencing. I think we probably covered that ad nauseum. Um, but if you've got something you'd like to add to it, you know how to get a hold of us. Again, with the phone number, if you're uh, streaming us, you can send us a message through that particular channel as well so but we are going to move on oh we know uh, yeah we are listen uh, i know you and you kicked and screamed because god forbid i put up uh put up anything that lasts any more than 30 seconds here on the old video uh, no that's not what there. i kicked and screamed about well there's a uh, here in minnesota there's a young lady do you think who uh, decided that she was going to address the uh, the school board. This is out of Lakeville, Minnesota, which is a, a, a suburb, a white bread suburb of, uh, of uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. She was going to address the school board about the fact that she didn't like uh, the fact that they had posters about uh, Black Lives Matter uh, up there at the school. So we'll, we'll give you uh, we'll, we'll give you this video here and uh, we'll let we'll discuss it here on the other end. See here again. The other day I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. 
When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. Apparently, you know they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge people by the color of their skin. I I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh, some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow your own rules. If you're going to do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore, then. Get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. Uh, so first uh, first off, I want to say she must really, of all her friends, she must really like the Asians because she mentioned Asian and Chinese. Yes, she did. So... Uh, but look, this goes to the whole notion of Black Lives Matter and how you, what that, what that conjures in your mind. I'll get to that in a second. But the first, uh, first to you, I want to ask you. Okay, yes. you heard it. No, I did. You suffered through it. Yes, I did. You suffered through it. Do you think that that she was reading something that her parents put her up to? Uh, 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 saying, oh, what would make you say that, John? Well, let's see. First off, reading from a script. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's what I think. Here's what I think. A couple of uh, GQP parents are very fortunate to have a young daughter who is very much into the drama club, and I mean that. I don't mean creating drama. I mean she's clearly a very outgoing. Uh, per young lady who does not I'm sure she appears in the school plays every year she definitely present, she knows how to project herself make herself heard clearly that was written for her I would be mortified to find out that a 9 year old girl holds these kind of opinions to use phrase, phrases like uh, uh King Governor Wentz. That King Walls, yeah. yeah. That scares me to no end. If that little girl came up with that on her own, and she look, she slides a whole bunch of political stuff in there. I'm not saying a nine year old can't be involved in politics and be aware and be knowledgeable of it, but those are the kind of opinions that usually wait until uh, we we mature a little and. Uh, then we start making these knucklehead remarks. Uh, I'm betting she loves her daddy. She loves her daddy a lot. And daddy said, here, here's what you're going to read. Because daddy walked into the school, saw the Black Lives Matter 
posters and said, aha, here's our opportunity. Um, on top of that, she's a nine-year-old girl and she doesn't stop for her breath and that voice just drove me crazy. By the way, side, <laughs> side note, kids and kittens, when I first came into, I first saw this uh, in our queue a couple of days ago, I was, uh, and I started listening to it and I'm not kidding you, John, I was ready to bang my head off the wall. I tried, I went through it the first time and I got nothing out of it because I John and I went round and round a little bit on this yesterday about whether or not to play this. I, I'm, I personally think it's too long. It drones on too much, and she clearly, clearly proved me wrong. Somebody proved me wrong that she's not spouting mommy and daddy's agenda. Of course oh, she is. She's she's nine years old. Where did, where are her opinions formed at home? Who does she listen to? Mommy and daddy. I'm sure she calls them mother and father, but yeah. Oh, daddy says I'm the best. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say that? No, daddy says I'm the best kisser. <laughs> if you're going to do it, if you're oh, going to do, oh, do it, do it. That brings up the question, though. Yes. When you hear or when you see something, when you see the words Black Lives Matter, when you hear those words, what what does that mean to you? Do you, do you look at it as a political organization, or do you look at it as three words? It depends three on the, words. it depends on the context. There are there are times when I see it and it and it's it's a cry. It's a cry. It's a desperate cry that we matter. That we we can't be continually be treated like this. Uh sometimes I see it and it is very political and it annoys the living daylights out of me. Uh, you know, there's something I don't get. And for some reason, my, my, my tiny little brain, I, I don't understand why people get banged out of shape when somebody uses the phrase, all lives matter. Is it because it's co-opting this Black Lives Matter thing and it's minimized? I, do, I really don't understand why folks get upset about that. I would love to have somebody tell me why. This is not a bit. This is not a joke. I, 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 I see this. I watch videos. I read stories. Oh, people going crazy because uh, this one said all lives matter. I understand a lot of that all lives matter is coming from knucklehead Trump supporters and racists and all that. But I just the words themselves don't seem to... There's a little part of me that understands why it would upset somebody again, mostly because you're co-opting this Black Lives, uh, the Black Lives Matter. But for the most part, wouldn't that be true in and of itself that all lives do matter? Black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Am I? I, I really don't get it. I really don't get the 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 why people get all worked up about that phrase. All lives matter. I know why people get upset about over like Black Lives Matter because they're racist pieces of crap, you know. Until you've had one of your one of your ancestors, you know, uh, dragged behind a pickup truck or brought over on a on a slave ship, then uh, yeah. I saw I saw a meme uh, here a few days that I put up that it. Uh, didn't seem like people in the South uh, cared too much about uh, 
uh, illegal uh, immigration back in the days when they were right. when the slave ships. Right. I, I slaughtered that because I don't have it in front of me, but that's it's it's the truth. Um, as look, far, as when it far, comes to illegal, as far ahead. as illegal immigration goes, remember about sixty percent. I think it's sixty percent of all illegal immigrants fly here. Oh yeah, and they overstay their visas. That's where most of them come from. Do you have people crossing the southern border? Sure, sure you do. Nobody's saying that they don't. But we've got two thousand plus miles of southern border. Uh, and by the way, where's the, where's the wall? We're what five years in now. Still waiting on that wall. Well, Texas supposedly is going to build their own wall, but that's yeah, but neither here. but we were going to build the wall four and a half five years ago, and Mexico was going to pay for it. Now it looks like New Mexico is going to pay for it. Well, he was half right, I guess. But listen, I just going back real quick here on your point with black with the whole thing with Black Lives Matter. I totally agree with you, by the way. I also believe that all lives matter. Totally believe that. Everyone, every single person, their lives every, every person's life life matters. You're absolutely right. And there shouldn't be an uproar about that. But when I hear Black Lives Matter. I don't think of of an organization. I mean, I'm not, not look. I'm not looking to reach out to a specific group of people, a a movement, or a or an organization, or or a club, if you will. I'm not. I don't look at it in that in that means. I look at it as a statement because while all lives matter, and they do. Our friends who happen to be of color, black and brown people, right now they need just a little bit of a hand up. If you think about how they have been treated throughout history, throughout the Jim Crow era, you know, obviously after slavery, Jim Crow era. era. Think about what happened to, uh, I was going to... um, I had put up something here uh, about the the young man, and, and this is why I put things up because I never I, I suck at remembering names. But the the young man who was killed, uh, fifteen years old, for uh, for basically making some off the wall comment about a white woman at a at uh, who happened to run a store, Emmett Till. Emmett Till, thank you. I appreciate that. That's why I'm here. Um, think about that. Uh, would that have ever happened to a to another uh, white kid at that age? No. Well, he said something, and uh, long story short, uh, he went to trial. Twelve white men on the jury came back in an hour. Uh. And eventually the husband and brother-in-law, I believe it was, of the, the store clerk managed to get their hands on him, uh, basically tortured him, beat him, hung him, threw him in the river. They found him. He, he surfaced about three, four, five years later, his body. And uh, just to fill in the blanks there. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. But... You you see all these things, 
And you got to remember that these things were going on right through, I mean, when Ed and I were kids, we still remember these things that were going. We still remember uh, that the police were turning dogs loose on black people. Mm Mm-hmm. You that that's recent history. That is recent history. And do you think that just because okay we've we've uh, we've done we've we've put a new coat of paint every once in a while we'll put a new coat of paint on things here, and it's supposed to be bright and shiny, and everybody's it's everybody is supposed to be uh, in a beautiful place now. They're still underlying. I mean, it didn't take. Let's face it. It it, it all it took was us uh, electing, electing a black president, to to bring all these cockroaches out in the woodwork. And guess who out of the woodwork? And you yeah, know, but- and let's face it, the the president uh, afterwards sure didn't do anything to uh, to uh, try to push them back. He saw this. Trump saw this. Saw this as an opportunity, latched on that like a uh, like a like an octopus's tentacles, latched on, and said, "Boy, I tell you, I could ride this all the way to the White House. If I don't win, I can sure make a name for myself. I can still I can improve the Trump brand. I don't think you know to be." To be honest with you, I don't think he thought he was going to win. No, I, I I firmly believe that he didn't think he was going to win, and he didn't want to win because then his hands would be tied. And I personally, I believe Trump TV would have been born, and he would have been, and to this day, been cackling about how the election was rigged, and they took it away from him. Remember, he cackled about how the election was rigged even though he won. Okay, so just imagine... There'd have been no getting away from it. Uh, uh, speaking of which, there, there's a little piece I want to play here now uh, on uh, the the GQP and their revisionist history. Uh, this is from the Daily Show. Take a look or okay. a listen if you're if you're listening to us on the Redidio. January sixth. What really happened? Hello, children. You might have heard some crazy things about what happened on January 6th. The terrorist mob heard from President Trump and began storming the Capitol. A violent, armed insurrection. But knowledge is power. So here's the true story of that eventful day. The sun was shining and thousands of patriots had gathered to peacefully protest, huddling around that classic symbol of nonviolence, a noose and gallows. Uh, It was a zero threat. Right from the start, it was zero threat. On January 6th, I never felt threatened because I didn't. Taken from two men who the protesters didn't chant about hanging to death, these people were not threatening. They're actually nonviolent, peaceful Americans. Their only crime was supporting Donald Trump. The DOJ is harassing peaceful patriots across the country. That's right, just a ragtag merry band of freedom lovers. And you know they're peaceful because they brought peace restraints and peace spray. And they tapped this one police officer with their freedom pole. Some of them went in and they're they're hugging and kissing the police and the guards. You know, they had 
great relationships. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. And he would know because he was there to greet those tourists. Was January 6th an insurrection or could it be more accurately described as a mob of misfits? They're like kind of solid Americans and they're deeply frustrated. Those are people that love this country, that uh, truly respect law enforcement. You see, children, January 6th was much like the famous optical illusion. While some people see two women, other people see nothing at all because their eyes are closed and they refuse to look. And that's everything you need to know about the events of January 6th. And if you have any other concerns, remember, it's best not to dwell on the past. Yep, that was from The Daily Show and... uh... Yep, if you listen to some of those folks. And remember, one of the voices you heard in there was Representative Paul Gosar, who uh, had a campaign ad against him by his six siblings. His six brothers and sisters did a campaign ad for his opponent. So. And by the way, I, I, I rarely find myself agreeing with people who show up on... Uh, on uh, networks like OAN and Fox News and what have you, but here's a here's a guy from uh, from o, who's on OAN, and oh, he has oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> hey, what the hell? But uh, I, I, you know, I come to think of it here after listening to him, I, I kind of agree with him. Give this a, a look and a listen which raises even more questions about exactly how many people were involved in these efforts to undermine the election. Hundreds? Thousands? Tens of thousands? How many people does it take to carry out a coup against the presidency? And when all the dust settles from the audit in Arizona and the potential audits in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin, what happens to all these people who are responsible for overthrowing the election. What are the consequences for traitors who meddled with our sacred democratic process and tried to steal power by taking away the voices of the American people? What happens to them? Well, in the past, America had a very good solution for dealing with such traitors. Execution. There you go. There you go. Yeah, well, sh- you know, you're right. Uh, you know, Sharpie's on to something there. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, of course, not- it, but it begs the begs the burning question: uh, why why are they not pulling auditing every state, not just the ones that they think they could turn a couple of? Let's audit everything, even the ones where uh, where the orangutan won. You know, it's. Uh, you know, you can't go out and cherry pick and, oh, maybe we'll pick up a couple of votes, uh, you know. Yeah, but I think that Sharpie's on to something. I think for all those people who were trying to overthrow uh-huh. the, the legal the legal election, uh, the uh, election that was verified and double verified and triple verified and went through uh, 60 different appearances in front of different judges mm-hmm. uh, over time. And there's still talk about trying to overthrow this old pillow guy is still saying that somehow, somewhere in some fantasy there that Trump is still the president and what have you and stirring up more people and stirring up more BS. I think that Sharpie's onto something there. I, I, 
Execution isn't a bad idea. <laughs> Just saying. Cards and letters. That's uh, John Shannon, care of. You guy. I, I own it. I said it. I own it. You, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yep. 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 I am. Yep. I am. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's 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 play another uh, little thing here. This is a quick one where the uh, GQP crossed the line. I want to know why what happened in Minamar can't happen here. No reason. I mean, it, it should happen here. No reason. Right? That's right. America has crossed a line. The Republican Party believes in ending the American experiment, led by a man obsessed with power and money who will say and do anything to seize control again. This election was rigged. To punish those who oppose him. His followers don't just disagree with us. They've got something worse in mind. We know what national populism and authoritarianism lead to every time. That's what this is all about. That's why we will never compromise with this evil. We will never step back from the line because we believe in America. Are you in this fight or have they already won? Once again, thanks that to the Lincoln Project. Yeah, I think that we should probably just keep that up as a uh, as a constant reminder of what's uh, what's ahead of us here. I don't think this is over by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. you know, as, as as long as and look, I'm all I'm all about free speech. Don't don't get me wrong. I totally believe in free speech. But you have to be able to have the checks and balances on that. You know, you listen to Pillow Guy, Rant and Rave and what have you. And and there has to be, if you're going to air that and you, you air all this other malarkey, you have to also, you also have to air the other side of the coin. And that's, and that's, uh, Look, you can berate um, CNN and MSNBC all you want. They do give you both sides of the coin. Right. And whereas Fox News, OAN, uh, was that Newsmax? Newsmax, yeah. Yeah. They, all they're doing is, is giving a stage for these, uh, for these idiots and, um, it's it's not uh, it, it's not pretty, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I I don't. I'm afraid that they're gonna just keep blathering, and you know, and they're gonna keep saying, "Oh, Trump won." They're gonna keep saying that Trump won right up until 2024. Mm -hmm. They're gonna just they're gonna keep rehashing and rehashing. The 2020 election, right, right. So, and by the way, you 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 didn't see people going crazy in 2016. Oh about, yeah, about recounts and whatnot, and people running around carrying Hillary flags and painting their boats and their cars. We lost. We don't like it, but that's it. We move on. Uh, that's okay. I still say. I still say. God knows I hate rehashing that, reliving that. 
But that was much as much about Hillary losing that election as it was Trump winning. Right. Because uh, Hillary Clinton, and I'm not, uh, I'm not talking about the fact that she would have been America's first woman president. I could have, I could have named you four or five different women who would have been just as qualified as Hillary. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the, the fact of the matter is that Hillary ran a very uninspiring can, uh, candidacy. It, it <clears throat> was, and that's it part- was more. I'm going to stop you there, John. And that's part of the problem we have these days. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, politics in general. I, I mentioned earlier, Curtis Sliwa run the, won the Republican uh, primary here in New York. Why? Because people know his name. Why did Trump win? Because people know his name. They want flash. They want showbiz. Is Hillary? Hillary is boring. She is boring. But that's why I want running things. Oh, Yeah. Look, uh, J- Joe Biden now is what? We're, we're f- uh, five months into his presidency. He's a snooze fest, man. And he can't be a real president. He hasn't played golf once. Oh, I know, right? That's driving me batty. Uh, look at all that money he's not spending on Secret Service and uh, going to his own resorts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yes, Hillary, if... if if these elections were decided on qualifications alone, there's no question, but they're not. It's a popularity contest. And remember, when you vote, there's there's not a, a space there for you to justify your vote. You don't have to explain your vote. Could True. be could be your candidates wearing your favorite color that day. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, there's at least one person in this country voted that based on that. <laughs> likes pants likes likes pantsuits on women and, you know I mean? or likes blue pantsuits on women you know right. that, that's there you go so no, i was i was not in, i was not inspired in the least bit by hillary clinton but you know what when when the bottom when it came to going to the ballot box i said hmm we got hillary clinton we got donald trump who do I want as our next president? I sure as hell don't want Donald Trump. I that definitely would have voted for the ham the sandwich. Ham, I was just going to say that's the writing candidate at that point, ham sandwich. And I, by the way, I'm still a firm believer in, uh, and this is from a movie that Eddie Murphy was in. the The whole thing is he's elected to Congress because he has the same name of a congressman. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, and. Uh, where was I? Oh, good gosh. I was going somewhere down there. Down that Eddie road. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Name recognition. Good gosh. I lost it. <laughs> you're getting you're getting just as bad. You're you're starting to suffer from John Shannon's. Oh, ham sandwich. That's right. Uh part of the thing in that movie was I think they uh or was it another movie? They they got none of the above on the ballot. Maybe it was a different movie. Uh, but I firmly believe none of the above should be on every ballot. You're thinking of Brewster's Millions when it comes to none there of the There you above. go. That's You're absolutely correct, sir. Absolutely correct. I, Thank I you. love that movie, by the way. Thank you very much. Richard Pryor, John Candy. Uh, Great movie. But uh, Don Amici, I believe. Is Don Amici in it? Anyway, it, it's irrelevant. 
But I firmly believe that needs to be a viable option so that down the line, people can see, okay, you got you got a million votes, you got a million and a half, but none of the above got 10 million votes. Okay, just to give you, just to let these candidates know, especially the winner, eh, it's not a mandate. Most of the people don't want you. Most of the people took the time to vote, came out to say, I don't like either one of you. That, I feel, and not a write-in candidate. Uh, you could write in none of the above, but, but that's, that's not going to go anywhere. It needs to be printed on the ballots. None of the above. Okay, so let, let's 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 go down that wormhole for just a second. Not that, I totally, not that I disagree with you. All right. What happened? What happens if none of the above wins? Well, none of the above couldn't be a winner. Just I want it there oh. more as an indicator, as a statement. But you don't vote to make you don't vote in you order don't. to make a statement. You don't. I I well, vote based on the color. Should. I vote based on the color of the pantsuit. No, but you you should not be voting. You should be voting. A lot of things you shouldn't because... be doing. Suppose okay, this this to me is a is a step better than people going. I hate both of them. I'm not coming out to vote at all. At least we know where the populace stands. You got a million. I got a million and a half. And uh, you know, blah blah blah. I I apologize. We're missing comments there. <laughs> uh good morning uh and 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 none of the above gets you know like i said 10 million votes well now both you and i know that we ain't nothing we, we we're nothing without the bag of chips okay we got we got zip epis i won but i know there's 11 and a half million people out there that want no part of me so i better watch my step Okay, that gives people a much clearer vision. You know, you right now we say to people, well, pick between two that you don't like. This ranked this ranked voting that we just did in, in the city of New York. No uh, oh, brain fart. That was my high school nickname. Uh, that I'm we, just trying to think. I'm just trying to think about what part of the show that she was listening to when she decided to come up with that. <laughs> But could, uh, could have been about forty percent of, of we, the show here. We've done over three hundred shows. Believe me, it could be any second in any of them. Uh, but now I lost my I lost my train of thought again. There's uh, the brain fart. There's the brain fart. There it is. There it is. Now it's a proposal. Oh, New no, York City election. The ranked voting. When I first heard of it, I I wasn't a fan. The more I thought about it the more I liked it because you've got, let's, uh, I mean, for mayor, we had, I don't know, 10, 12 people. You could pick up the five. You didn't have to pick, choose five. You could pick one, but you've got three candidates. You kind of like now you can, you can put all three of them in the race. And I like that you're spreading it out a little bit more. I'm not exactly in love with any of them, but I can pick, Here's here's two or three that I like, and I'll put them in you know in the running anyway. You pick your first, second, third, etc. Down the line, uh, and that to me is something. It, it, it's a step. And again, the more I thought about it, I, I hated the idea at the beginning. Now I think it's a fantastic idea. All we have to do is combine that with none of the above. I believe you. 
Believe me, none of the above would live win in a landslide 90% of the time. And as I, I like, still say, though, if if none of the above is a viable option, yes, what happens? Because if you if a majority of the people say, I don't want candidate A, B, or C, I don't want any of them. What happens then in the process, especially? Does the does the incumbent or does the person who uh, was already in office continue in office? Does, does the term continue until they can do another election? I mean, you got to go with what the voters want. The voters want what I say they want. We'll work well, that I'm out. Don't. It's, it's 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 a great idea. Don't like I said. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all opposed to that idea. You want me. You want me to think is what you want me to do now, don't you? Well, I'd like you to start sometime, but you know, geez, why start it's... now? We again, we're four and a half years into this thing. Why? Why? That would uh, that that would just be. Both of us have come up with harebrained ideas. Throughout this entire run, both of us have are very guilty of that. Speak for yourself. But when, but when we come up with a good idea, well, then damn it, let's hear it out. Let's let, let's actually think about this for a second. How would you do it? How would you do it in any election? <sighs> I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Yes, you did. <laughs> No, I mean, well, look at look at the at what happened in uh, in the uh, in the movie Brewster's Millions. Yes, none of the above won. They okay. did a according to to the script. They they did a a reelect. They put in new candidates and they uh, and they started from scratch. And, and now, obviously, that means a couple extra. Uh, six eight months for for the uh, we don't need the six, guy by the way off. by the way we don't need six to eight months in Great Britain they have a six week campaign period period you can't do any campaign campaigning prior to six weeks out from the election day the fact that we we are now we're talking about twenty twenty four and we've been talking about it since the day after election day in twenty twenty our our election cycles are never ending it has to stop. Mm-hmm. People in Congress are only there for two. It's a two-year term. They are constantly thinking about re-election to, to the detriment of everything else that needs to be done in this country. Uh, we, we, we've got to stop these extended, prolonged, protracted uh, election cycles. It, it's just enough, enough already. Oh, Well, that, that brings in another... Uh... Another idea oh, that's Lord. been bandied about forever. Term limits. Well, yeah. I, I, I to tell you the truth, Ed, I would be more I would be more apt to run for office if every elected office had term limits. Yeah, that's it, ticket. Seriously. I I, I would go make, I would run for Congress if it was if I knew that I could only serve for two years and I did not have to worry. I could make 
decisions and I could make my votes on things that actually matter, mattered to my constituency. Well, I'll be quite honest with you. I don't think two years is enough time. Uh, I, I, would, I would not be opposed to Congress going to uh, a three or, or, or well, it's got to be an even number. Just Well, it doesn't have to be, but uh, let's say, let's say like, like the Senate, six years, and you get two terms. I, I think six years is too long. You're, you may be right. But again, I don't like the idea of of uh, well, the two year cycle is just it's constantly they're they're campaigning. They're never not campaigning. And or I would like to see the rule like like I saw, like I mentioned earlier, where six weeks out, you know, you can't start yakking away until after Labor Day. It's all done between Labor Day and Election Day and Election Day needs to be moved to a Sunday and be made a national holiday, one or the other. And and a 24-hour voting period that starts at the same instance in New York and Honolulu. It's a, I believe it's a six-hour time difference. So if we start here at 6 a.m., it would start at midnight in Honolulu and continue for 24 hours. And then everything closes at the same time, there's no uh, West Coast voters, you know, watching what happens on the East Coast. We do it all at the same time, all at the same time. And you're uh, right, though. It would have to be a twenty. It would have to be a twenty-four hour period. Sure, sure. And this way, everybody gets the same amount of time. Okay, you can go in the middle of the night and vote. Uh, if we don't do the national holiday thing, the, because how many people are stuck online? Just as the polls are closing, yes, they'll let them in, but uh, that is—I—I I, I claim no credit for that idea. That's been out there for a while, but that's really what, if nothing else, that's what needs to be done as a twenty-four hour voting cycle. And let's be done. Let's this way. Nobody's at a disadvantage. Nobody's voting earlier than anybody else, et cetera, et cetera. The people in Hawaii sit there shrugging their shoulders and going, "Well, why are we bothering?" You know, in a national for the presidential election, why are we bothering? We're the only ones that you know. We're the last ones. You're you're absolutely right. I, I, it makes it makes perfect sense. And I think I think uh, election day being good. No, God knows we have holidays for everything else. For crying out loud, uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for I'm all for the idea. There are people out there. That would that would that would have Super Bowl Sunday as, as a national wow. holiday for crying out, or the day after. The day after. That's, that's you know that's there was a, there was a time I was all for that, but <laughs> yeah, I wrote I, a college, I wrote I wrote a college paper about it that that went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I I was I was I had to write a paper on the entomology of the word holiday. And uh, I used it as an example of a holiday Super Bowl Sunday, and the professor just, I, I think she must have drained three different red pens. <laughs> she, she didn't find it funny at all. Not at all. So, now, by uh, the way, I, I, I want to make myself perfectly clear on this before I make this statement. 
I am all for the idea of Juneteenth being a national holiday. Yes. But? I really am. But? But you realize now, in my line of work, mm-hmm. that there there is every every single stinking month now has a national holiday. What's the August and, national and, holiday? Pardon me? What's the national holiday in August? Oops, that's right. I forget. Okay, August is the exception to the rule. I'm sorry. Wrecked them. I Hell, it's in there. Killed them. Just so you know. You're right. I am. But in my line of work where I depend on having at least 20, at least 20 days out of the year, out mm-hmm. of the month, rather, in order for me to be able to make a living. Yeah. Having a holiday uh-huh. in the flat, in the middle of one of those particular weeks completely blows me out of the water. I don't have that that wiggle room, if you will. I don't get a paid vacation because of Christmas or Thanksgiving so, or the 4th of July. So in other words, if I'm reading this correctly, and I hope Shaletta's still listening, so John Shannon, and that's John Shannon, not Ed Van S. when you send these cards and letters, is saying because of his own selfish reasons, Juneteenth should be abolished. Is that, Am I catching on to that, John? No, I don't want I don't want to see any of them abolished. Well, which one do you want abolished? I don't want to see any of them abo- abolished. So what then, I'm saying is Then what are you crying about? Just saying. Just what? saying when I when I, when I when I come out to you with my hat in hand here uh So let me see at, if I uh, let me see if I have this straight. You're saying that Things were fine before they they enacted Juneteenth as a holiday, but no. now, now that June now that June Juneteenth is a federal holiday, this is having a negative impact on your life. Is that correct? No, it's not. What do you mean it's uh, not? You is- just said when there's holidays, it, it it affects you negatively. So now Juneteenth will affect you negatively. Now won't it? Oh my God, I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh, go ahead, do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a heart attack. I really am. Right oh now. no! 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 Holy crap! Holy! That's the big one. Holy smokes! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the one, the only, Ken Coons is. Uh... Woo! Wow! What a day! What a day! This okay. Is, wow. Well, and I, I'm going to work on the assumption that he's still listening here because I don't know. <laughs> uh, to tell you the truth, I, I I lived in Texas for a long enough for a cup of coffee. I don't remember Juneteenth. They, they he's saying that it was it's been a Texas holiday for 40 years. Okay, so it was marked on the calendar. Was it a national holiday where people given paid time off because of it? Oh, if you're asking me, I don't know. Did, did, did uh, no? I'm, I'm like I said. I'm assuming Ken's still listening. I'm just shocked that Ken is not only listening but commented. Boy, oh, no boy. kidding! Welcome home, Ken. We uh, 
We, uh, we That's missed. it. Dogs and cats living together. Man, I, I think we can shut down this dog and pony show right now. That's it. We achieved our goal. Ken Coons, ladies and gentlemen, has, has graced our stage. Our, 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 our measly uh, 25-watt radio station with his presence. And uh, and just after we... Really? According to Ken, now, uh, for those of you on the radio, Ken says people could choose between the 4th and the 19th. I'm, we're presuming that's June. Uh, and uh, uh, you're killing us here, Ken, because... We want to talk to you, but we're also near the end of the show. But thanks for, for contributing. See, I didn't know any of this. I've never lived in Texas. I've driven across Texas uh, a couple of times. Uh, I, I don't. I still don't remember. He says for forty years that, that forty uh, forty years forty years. Yes. I, I don't remember. I don't remember being it. I don't remember it being a bank holiday. But then again, John, you don't remember the first hour. Well, this is true, but still. <laughs> but no. I, so were you against? And that's, that's the gold standard. That's the gold standard right there. Is it a bank holiday? Well, let, let me let me let me say this: uh, Were you against Juneteenth as a holiday when you lived in Texas, like you are now? Do you want to know the truth? I wasn't aware of Juneteenth. So, when I so, was in Texas. so in other words, it wasn't enough for you to pay attention to. Right. It exactly. wasn't worth it for you. John Shannon feels Juneteenth does not deserve any attention whatsoever. I did not say that. Oh, I did, but I'm gonna I'm I'm jamming those words right in your mouth. Cards and letters. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. This has been a big, big day. Well, I hey, I'm I'm glad you, I'm glad you have the excitement in your voice about this. I was gonna no. talk I was gonna talk about my CPAP ma- mask here in the last couple of minutes, but we got Ken Coons. To chime I know, in, right? Man, no, I, I, I've said this more than once. It really was not until the 20, 2008 election. Ken, did somebody pay yeah. the ransom and, and, and get you out, or you know, I, I it I, wasn't until about twenty oh eight that I really came to realize that uh, voting Republican did absolutely nothing for the people. Well, here I'll tell you this much. I I was I think I had heard the word a couple times in my life. I really knew nothing about Juneteenth until the HBO Watchmen series came out. That's when I really learned about Juneteenth. And I never I never I never watched the Watchmen. So, well, who watches the Watchmen? I, I obviously I obviously you did. I did. I did. I did indeed. Oh my goodness! My my heart is palpitating here. I know, right? It, it, this is just this, this has been what a day, what a day. The next thing, next thing we got to hope for is a phone call. Oh please, please! I my, realize my baby, s- baby steps here. My, I realize baby my, steps. My stitches are about ready to pop out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> On that note, it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so. Uh, once again, for that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya!
listening. Oh, I heard every word you said, honey. Yes. Yes, dear. Oh, I agree. You're right. Yeah, you're always right, baby.